Okay. Good evening, everybody. Broadcasting live. February 21st. Today's quote is on the fruits of goodness, the fruits of good deeds. I was asked today about the problem to do with being a good person. That, uh, I get asked this often. If you do good deeds, if you don't react, don't stand up for yourself. If you don't hold on to the things that you don't hold on to things, then you risk getting trod upon. And then people put it, they'll walk all over you. How do you stop people from walking all over you? It's this fear that we have. And it's reasonable because our hold on many things as human beings is tenable, tenuous. The karma that God here got us here isn't generally very strong, or can be somewhat weak. So even life itself is precarious. It's a bit of a dilemma because we would argue that holding on to good things, holding on to your even your life is bad. Bad because we would argue that it leads to suffering. But then you say, well, how can guarding your life, how can protecting your life lead to suffering? Well, in, in the end, that's the case. Fear of death is suffering. If you ask anyone, do they want to die? Well, usually the answer is no. And not only do they not want to die, but they want very much not to die. And that's where the problem arises. Because then any time your life is threatened, you have to suffer. So we live our lives fighting, fighting to stay alive. It may not seem like it, but it's kind of like a, a, a constant struggle just to stay alive, you know. Even if you're well off, you have to, every day you have to rush out. Every day I have to rush out uh, to, to take an antidote for this disease that we all have called hunger, just to stay alive. 
every day I have to take this antidote. Can't get can't get around it. I'm, it's a it's a chronic. There's no cure for this sickness, and that's just one of many. You know, we need air. We need water. And those are the basics, you know. When you cross the street, you might get run over. If you walk in the wrong place at the wrong time, you might be robbed or beaten or stabbed, raped, killed. You might be blown up by a bomb. Any number of things can happen. So we can't uh, we can't find peace this way. And though I would argue that I think, or you could argue that there, it's it's a good idea to try and stay alive. It's as much a good idea to stop clinging to life. They say, well, doesn't an, an arahant want to stay alive? Don't they stop wanting that they protect their life? It's, a, it's interest, an interesting theory, and it may appear like that. But there's clearly, in everything we do, there's, there's um, the ability to do things without desire, just as a matter of course. It's reasonable to, if you're walking down a path and the you come upon, say, a wild elephant, it's reasonable to go around. Now it's unreasonable to run like a child and cry about it, to tremble in fear. There's no reason, there's no point, there's no benefit. But that being said, um, there is the sense that, yes, if people try to walk all over you, the best thing for you to do is let them. And this is hard, and this is, seems unreasonable, I think. But all of that speaks to what's being said in this quote. What's not said in this quote, but what, what this quote a hints at. And this quote makes some bold claims that good deeds have good results. And so this uh, guy Siha Senapati. Senapati is a general. Sena is the army. Siha was a Siha is, Siha is his name. He was a general. And I don't know which army, but I can probably look him up. Let's look him up. Here we are. Siha means lion. Alichavi, he was Alichavi in, in Vaisali. So he goes to the Buddha and he asks him, can you see Sakanuko Bhante Bhagava Sandittikang Dhanapalang Panyapetung Sakai, is it possible, Panyapetung, to show Dhanapalang, a fruit of charity, 
So the, the subject here is actually charity. Sanditikam, that is uh, observable. The Dhamma is sanditiko. So it means you can see it, you can observe it, you can realize it. Not something you have to believe in. Not something that you have to take on faith. And the Buddha says, Sakka siha. It is possible siha. Dayako siha dhanapati. Bahuno janasapyohoti manapo. One who gives dana. Dhanapati. Dhanapati is a, pati is a master or um, someone who is accomplished in giving. Like siha, uh, senapati means the master of a sena, an army. So this guy was a general, means he was a senapati. Dhanapati was one who is a master of dana. Master of Charity. But I, I don't want to talk specifically about charity. I'm always loath to focus too much on charity. Um, but goodness, this applies equally to goodness, even though he was acting. It is the kind of thing that people would be concerned about because um, for lay people in India and even lay Buddhists, a big part of their religious, their spirituality is charity. It's, they're not able to become monks they're not able to even maybe take meditation courses so they give charity for this kind of reason but it applies to goodness the point that we should focus on is goodness meditation is goodness so what is the benefit of goodness in general well the first one is bahuno janasa one becomes dear and pleasing to many people to the mag to the multitude, to the general populace. And so this is the first I mean the four all four of these are arguments as to why we shouldn't worry about being stepped on, why we shouldn't be worried about uh, letting people walk all over us. Why we shouldn't worry about uh, our possessions or our worry about being too good is what I mean. You know, worry about the negative consequences of seeing the good in people, of being nice, right? of being like a Pollyanna, right? Because we think Pollyanna, what a stupid story. If you ever know the story of Pollyanna, it's a, kind of a wonderful story about this, this girl who just sees the good in people and only sees the good and, and just does all sorts of good things and changes all sorts of really nasty people to be nice. And you think, wow, that doesn't happen. But it doesn't happen because we aren't nice. We aren't Pollyanna. Right, it's just a story, but it really is something I think we can appreciate as Buddhist goodness. There's the first reason, is that you say, well, people are going to walk all over me. Not if most people uh, are holding you dear. I mean, what happens when people hold you dear? Do they let other people walk all over you? Obviously, they don't. 
they cherish you and they treat you well. And then on top of that, they protect you from others. They become true friends. The only way to gain true friends is to be a good person. You can't buy friendship. You can't buy love. You can't buy respect. So the idea is that performing good deeds of all kinds protects you. This is what the Buddha said, Dhammo Hawe Rakati Dhammachari. One who practices the Dhamma, the Dhamma protects. The Dhamma protects a person who practices the Dhamma. This is what he meant by that. The power of goodness is real. When you're a good person, everyone respects you. People go out of their way to protect you, to support you, to help you, to be kind to you to speak well of you. So that's the first one. And then Punajaparang, furthermore, beyond this, Dayakang Dhanapating Santo Sapurisa Bhajanti. Sapurisa, uh, people who are this is the this is the word we used just recently. I gave a talk on these, right? The seven sapurisa dhammas. Sapurisa is a, probably a literal translation would be gentleman, but it means like a high class individual or a good person, good fellow. Bajanti, they associate such good people associate with one who is a dayaka. A giver, a dhanapati. And so one is surrounded by good people. One associates with good and wise people, people who are, again, good, so, you know, supportive. Um, and trustworthy. So one doesn't have friends who will walk all over you. One doesn't have frenemies. Hmm. Number three, Kalyano Kitisado Abugachati. Dayakasadana Patino, for Adayaka, a giver, Adana Pati, one who is accomplished in Dana. Kalyano, beautiful kittisaddo um, uh, report. Kittisadda is kitti is fame, sadda is uh, sound. Uh, so it's like a, a celebrity or, or a person, a good uh, report, I guess. I don't, can't think of the right word. Abhugachati is spread. Their fame is spread. Their good things are said about such a person. All these things are basically what I was talking about before. Good things come to those who do good things. And so this worry that, this worry that if we don't stop clinging, if we don't cling, don't, if we stop clinging, it's like I always envision this. It's, we're like these beings holding on to the side of a cliff, afraid we're going to fly, afraid we're going to fall. 
like a bird clinging to the side of its nest. Afraid, the baby bird, afraid that if the mother kicks it out of the nest, it's going to fall. So that's we're afraid that if we let go of all the things that we cling to, we're going to have nothing. I mean, it stands to reason. You have to work hard for it. It means if you stop working, you're not going to get it. It's actually not the case. The fact that you're obsessing over these things is actually sapping your energy. It's keeping you from good things, keeping you from flying. And when you give up, you have everything. And so the fourth one, Punachaparangsiha, Dayako Dhanapati Yangya Deva Parisang Upasankamati. Oh, there's five. Hmm. Well, then the fourth one. Wherever they go, yad keta katya parisang. Whatever parisa upasankamati they go towards, whether it be a katya parisang, a group of war of nobles, yadi brahmana parisang, or whether it be a, a community of brahmins, gahapati yadi yadi gahapati parisang whether it be a community of householders, yadi samana parisang, or whether it be a parisa of, of uh, samanas, of recluses. Visarado, again, this word we had in the Visuddhimagga study recently, means one is confident, one is with unshakable, unshaken. Huisarado upasankamati, amankubuto, not shy, one, one approaches them un, un, untrembling, unashamed, huisarado, confident. So one has confidence, a good person is confident, they ra they're radiant, people see this, you can see this in them, they... They have no fear wherever they go. No fear of being chastised because they are good people. So it changes you. Doing good deeds makes you stronger. Makes you less susceptible to people walking. I, Ajahn Tong um, watched over, the, over a series of weeks during the time when I was sitting with him daily, every day. These relatives of his, he, you know, people who found him distant relatives would come every week and ask for money, tell them, oh, they had this problem and that problem. Who knows what they were really doing with the money, but he'd look at them. And the gall of these people, because he saw right through them, but as soon as he, he wouldn't, no judgment whatsoever, give them the money. And every time they came back, until finally his secretary just blew up at them and yelled and started, locked the door and I was sitting outside. They didn't let us in and uh, basically told them what's what. I don't think in the end it, end it worked because they knew Ajahn Tong would never back down. So he's con he just, he would give them, give them money whenever they had. And that's, people think that's a weakness, but if you, if you watch it, there's such a strength there. He was so far above these people. But so far above the concerns of you know, worrying about giving them stuff. 
it's really terrible because that money wasn't really meant for that. It was, you know, it could could be put to such better use. Again, I'm sorry, I don't mean to talk about monks using money, but it's common knowledge. Monks in Thailand use money. I don't touch money, but but my teacher does, and all the monks there. They, it's just you really can't get by in Thailand without it. Everyone's constantly trying to give the monks money, and it's kind of shame, a shame. Anyway, and that's another reason for not using money is because people can't take advantage of you. But uh, anyway, it changes you. Goodness changes you. It makes you more confident. And number five, dayako dhanapati kayasa beda. Beda parang marana sugating sagang lokang upanjati. Adayaka dhanapati kayasa beda with the breakup of the body parang marana after death sugating sagang lokang upapanjati. Upapanjati arises sugating in a good place sagang in heaven, a sagang lokang in the world of heaven. So good deeds lead to heaven. Anyone who says the Buddha didn't teach about heaven, that he only talked about he only taught about this life, doesn't really know what they're talking about. Heaven and heaven's a great place to go because if you uh, if you're born in heaven, it's very easy to practice meditation. And heaven's full of Buddhists. There's this wonderful Thai monk teacher, one of Ajahn Tong's teachers, I never met him. But uh, they recorded all of his talks on cassette tape and transferred them to MP3 later on. And he says, don't be born as a human. This word kon, depending how you spell it, I think. Actually, I'm not even sure if you have to change the spelling. But kon means person. But it also means to to to, to stir con. When you con something, you stir it. And he said, "Con, don't don't be born a human. A human means con. Human is a con. Con yung. To stir means to. Uh, it means it means. I think I think I got this right. Yung means busy. Yung means." Uh, Crazy, busy, all, all mixed up. Don't be born a human, he says. If you want to be born anyway, be born in heaven. That's where all the Buddhists are. You'd be born with Anatta, Pindika, Visaka, they're all up there in heaven. So you don't have to worry. I mean, good people don't have to worry about being, about dying. You have to worry about getting on the right path. But up in heaven, a lot of opportunity. If you look at, the, even in the, in the Buddha's time, the number of angels who became enlightened. But even now, you think we've got still got the Buddhist teaching here. Imagine how, they, how organized they are up in heaven with the uh, arrive, arising of the Buddhist teaching. How well organized they are, how many people up in heaven are practicing and becoming enlightened. Uh, probably a lot. So, ma bikave bayita punya nang donto bikus be afraid of punya. 
don't think that you're going to be taken advantage of, so if you worry, it's only going to be suffering. Then you're just clinging to the side of the cliff, clinging to the nest, afraid to fall, like a bird, ignoring it, the fact that it has wings. So that's the Dhamma for tonight. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll post the hangout if anybody wants to come on. Come on if you've got if you've got questions, you can come on and ask questions. Simon, you have a question? No, I I just, I think I pressed the link just before you said, come on if you have a question. So I just want to say hello and, and thank you for the Dhamma talk, Bhante. Welcome. These quotes are really helpful because I'm not sure I'd be able to think of something to say every day if I didn't have a little prompt. Yeah, it's, it's from the book, um, What the Buddha Said Still. No, it's uh, Buddha Vachana. It's called Buddha Vachana, is the book. Yeah, okay. 365 quotes. They're not the quotes I would have probably chosen, but you see they're, they're fairly heavy dana-oriented or, or charity-oriented. Or, you know, they're soft-core Buddhism. Not all, but many of them are. Maybe I shouldn't be so hard. I definitely appreciate the stuff you add to the quotes there. It gives a lot of sense. Yeah, but sorry, I don't really have any questions. I just want to say hello one. Thank you. Let me just pop back. Today, uh, what happened today? Today, a couple of from Sri Lanka came to offer breakfast and lunch and just to be in touch and so they said they'd like to offer food every once a week which is great I mean they just want to be in touch with a monk um, and then two other guys came two of my students from my McMaster and I showed one of them how to meditate and they want to come back and do a course some months from now, four months, they said. So that'd be over the summer, probably. Sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. And uh, someone tonight told me that uh, through this practice, they, they, they overcame alcoholism. So that was... Uh, and that was great, and and survived chemotherapy by meditating through it. Wow, yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, I don't know physically, but mentally, you know, and and yeah. you know, as far as dealing with the pain and the stress of it all. 
Yeah, I couldn't imagine meditation doing anything but good for such patients. Yeah, all these. We should maybe have a page of uh, for testimonials. We should just have a page. Testimonials. Yeah. Definitely. And people can just, I don't know, maybe a page is overkill. Maybe just have people. Yeah, we should have a page, but I post them or something. Not letting people post them, but. We'll see if I have time. Sounds like a wonderful idea. Maybe I, I'm going to remind you if that would be necessary. Such a good idea. Hmm. I'll say I have a question. Okay. What would you recommend you do if you realize that one of your friends is a clinical sociopath or narcissist? So somebody who has um, no conscience and basically lives by the opposite of the five precepts. That doesn't sound like a very good friend. Why? why? Doesn't sound like something I'd want as a friend, someone I'd want as a friend. I think a big problem is we choose friends arbitrarily. Why are you friends with people if they are narcissists and sociopaths? Well, this particular person was a coworker of mine, and these types of people are generally very charming in nature. Mm -hmm. So it was not something that I realized until you know our friendship had developed. Chalk it up for experience and move on. I mean, not to be cruel, you don't have to avoid the person. I, I would to some extent, uh, you know, at least not actively seek this person out and be careful around them. It's uh, there's certainly you know, be mindful around them, but don't let it don't don't suffer because of it. Don't lose sleep over it. Don't get upset when they try to take advantage of you. Just you know, don't 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 have anything to do with such people. It's part of being mindful is learning not to engage, um, because we react to people. People like that are are really good at getting to getting at you, right? Mm -hmm. and, uh, evoking a response. You know, they'll say something ridiculous, and you'll you'll attack them for it, and then they'll bait and switch, right? They bait you in with something, and then, oh, sob story, and then you feel sorry for them, and by the time you realize that they're just playing with you, you, know, you have to be mindful of that. You, know, you mm -hmm. can't let your emotions... Emotions have a lot to do with it, and you know, we're not perfect, so you're going to make mistakes. Most important is to not suffer because of it. And the only way to really not suffer is to learn to let go, to learn to not cling. Stop trying to protect yourself. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, I mean, to what extent you're able to do that in 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 lay life, it's a tug of war. You know, we're kind of caught in the middle, trying to live the Dhamma life and trying to live in the world. So, it doesn't mean you have to to give up everything. But to the extent that you can give up, it, it is actually to your benefit. Good question.
Thank you. Welcome. Okay, if that's all, I'm going to say good night. Good night, Bender. Good night.